Hey everybody, welcome to Kern Talks, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church's podcast where we revisit the message from this week's church service. I'm Chris DeCue, the worship leader and producer at Kern Church. We know you're busy and maybe don't have time to watch the video for a whole service. Well, we got you covered with Kern Talks. With that said, let's hear Pastor Donna Hester's message from Sunday, May 16th, Moving On. Come, all who would bear witness to the risen Christ. Christ is among us and empowers the church to proclaim the word. Each of us has been given special talents needed in Christ's church. Whether our talents are large or small, we are the church of our Lord. Our New Testament lesson this morning comes from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1, verses 15 through 17, and verses 21 through 26. And I will be reading from the Common English Bible. During this time, the family of believers was a company of about 120 persons. Peter stood among them and said, Brothers and sisters, the scripture that the Holy Spirit announced beforehand through David had to be fulfilled. This was the scripture concerning Judas, who became a guide for those who arrested Jesus. This happened, even though he was one of us, and received a share of this ministry. Therefore, we must select one of those who have accompanied us during the whole time the Lord Jesus lived among us, beginning from the baptism of John until the day when Jesus was taken from us. This person must become, become along with us, a witness to his resurrection. So they nominated two. Joseph, called Barsabbas, who was also known as Justice, and Matthias. They prayed, Lord, you know everyone's deepest thoughts and desires. Show us clearly which one you have chosen from among these two to take the place of this ministry and apostleship from which Judas turned away to go to his own place. When they cast lots, the lot fell on Matthias. He was added to the eleven apostles. This is the word of God. For us, the people of God, thanks be to God. We're in a little in-between moment. Thursday was the 40th day following Easter. And as tradition has it, Thursday was the day in which Jesus ascended into heaven, was taken away into the clouds. 
his time on earth ended. Next Sunday, as I said in the announcements, is Pentecost, the time in which the Spirit poured out the power on those who were witnesses to Jesus' life, death, resurrection, and ascension. And we find ourselves in that place where after the apostles stood looking up as Jesus entered into the heavens and having heard his words to return to Jerusalem, to wait in Jerusalem until the power of the Holy Spirit came. That's where they are this morning in this section of Acts. They're back in Jerusalem. They're in an upper room. They're waiting. And as they wait, there's some things that are becoming clear, at least to Peter. Somebody needs to take some leadership. Somebody needs to form the group. And then looking around the room, there's a void. There's a void from that point where Judas has left the group. Judas, who betrayed Jesus. Judas, who met the soldiers, who pointed out who Jesus was to be arrested, and then went off on his own. That leaves the apostles at 11. And that's that brings about a problem. Because if you will think about it, it's only been a few days since Jesus' resurrection. It's only been a few days, but here they are in this room. Here they are still very much Men of the Jewish tradition. Very much ones who, looking at that number of 12 as the people of God, looking at the number of 12 as representatives of the 12 tribes of Israel, looking at number 12 as wholeness, they need to do something about what has happened. They need to look at the fact that Judas is gone and they need a twelfth person. They need a twelfth man to join the apostles. And Peter recognizes that need and in selecting that need, Peter realizes that it needs to be somebody who has been a part of Jesus' ministry from the very beginning. It needs to be somebody who was there 
as Jesus was baptized in the Jordan by John. Someone who had heard the word of God as Jesus came up out of the water. Someone who had witnessed the dove. Someone who then had been a part of following Jesus through his teachings, through his healings, through his miracles, through his death and his resurrection. Somebody who fulfilled Judas's place as one of the twelve had to be a witness to all of these events and had to be a witness to the resurrection. And as they looked around the room, as they thought about who might take that place, we're told at the very beginning that there were roughly 120 at this time, but two, two come to the forefront as possibilities of replacing Judas. Justice and Matthias. And after that designation has been made known, they pray. They pray for wisdom. They pray for understanding of who the best person to replace Judas is. And then they cast lots. And it turns out that it is Matthias who will be the new 12th apostle. And with that, they prepare, they prepare to witness, they prepare to be filled with the Holy Spirit, whatever that means. And to some extent, that means they're just waiting around, waiting for that time when the promised advocate will be a part of their guidance, will be a part of showing them the way. And as they come to this point, They wait. And even though they wait, they're moving on. The witness, the proclamation, the good news has to move on. Somebody has to continue teaching, healing, curing, all of the things that happened while Jesus led them. They had to move on. And as we think about that, as we think about the fact that the apostles had to move on, and they had to move on quickly, I mean, we're talking 40 days, 50 days. We're talking about moving 
Jesus is gone and they're witnessing. And we find ourselves in that same place today. We have to keep moving on. We have to keep sharing the Word. We have to keep witnessing. We are all called. We are all called by the virtue of our baptism to be the, the ones who share, the ones who proclaim the message, the ones who tell the story of how Jesus has been a part of our lives. And we have to move on. If Peter and the others had not moved on, we would not be where we are today. And if we do not move on, if we do not look at all the ways in which Jesus has been a part of our lives, if we don't look at the ways that we have learned from the teachings of Jesus or those who have moved on and witnessed, where will the proclamation of the good news go? We have to share that witness. We have to move on. We have to be about the work of the Lord. There are those times that we want to turn around and we want to look at what has happened. What has been behind us. But we have to look forward. We have to look at those who need to hear the word. As Peter and the others sat in that room waiting. Waiting in Jerusalem as they had been told. They must have wondered what they were waiting for. They must have wondered how they were going to proclaim the good news. But if you remember the story, if you remember the story of Pentecost, it didn't take long for Peter to step up and tell the story of Jesus didn't take the others long to realize that they needed to share the story as well. And as we look around, as we look around those that we know, as we look around our communities, there are those we know and those around us who need to hear that story as well. It might take a few moments 
might take a few months to find the perfect way to share that witness, to find the way to reach out, to find the way to make a connection with the one who needs to hear the story. And that's what they were waiting for. That's what they were in Jerusalem waiting for. They were waiting for the Holy Spirit that would guide them. They were waiting for the Holy Spirit that would direct them. They were waiting for the Holy Spirit that would give them the words and the courage. If you need the Holy Spirit's courage, if you need the Holy Spirit's guidance, wait. But when the Holy Spirit brings about that message and that direction as to how to connect with one who needs to hear your witness. Move on. Proclaim the word. Let us pray. God, as we come to you this morning, we come in ways that we know you call us. But we're hesitant. We don't want to reach out. We don't want to share sometimes. We'd rather wait a little longer. But we pray that your spirit, your spirit that comes to us, emboldens us, strengthens us and moves us on the way as we are a witness to your love and your grace. Amen. Receive now this blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to Kern Memorial United Methodist Church or see entire services, you can visit our YouTube channel, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church, and remember to like and subscribe for updates. You can also visit us on our Facebook page, at Kern Memorial United Methodist Church. Thanks and have a blessed day.